Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is supported by Northeastern University. Northeastern University's DeMore McKim School of Business offers the master's degree for corporate entrepreneurs, the MS in innovation. This program is available 100% online and is completed in just one year. It's designed to develop leaders and change agents within the corporate setting. If you want to foster explosive growth within your organization through next-generation products or services and business model innovations, they want to hear from you. Northeastern is now accepting applications for its January cohort of online innovation students. Get started today by visiting msininnovation.com. That's msininnovation.com. Today's lesson on The $100 MBA Show is all about four things to avoid when dealing with your customers. This lesson was first broadcasted a little over a year ago, and it was a huge hit because a lot of people wrote in and said that this really helped them get a better perspective on how to handle their customers. And I created this lesson specifically because I struggled with this at the start. I wish a lot of people told me the things to avoid, things to not to do with my customers, things I uh, make sure that I sidestep. I stepped into them and learned the hard way. And because we're well over 700 episodes going into 800 episodes, iTunes only shows our last 300 episodes, so we like to dig into the archives and rebroadcast episodes for you that are really helpful. So enjoy this one. I know you're going to love it, and I'll see you tomorrow with a fresh new episode. to the $100 MBA show, the business podcast that keeps on giving you a episode every single day. We're here for you with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today, you will learn four things to avoid when dealing with customers. These are four golden rules. You have to do these things. You have to be aware of these things in order to be successful with the most important people in your business, and that's the people you serve. I'm going to go through each one in detail on how they apply to your business. So let's get down to business. Your customers are so important to your business. Without them, you don't have a business on your hands. They're the people you serve. They're the reason why you exist. So I want to share with you four things you need to avoid to make sure that your relationship with your customers is spot on. Because the better the relationship with your customers and your audience, the better your business will be, the faster it will grow, and the faster the word will get around that your business is a real player in the market and that you value your customers way beyond the competition. So let me jump into the first thing you need to avoid when it comes to your customers. Number one, having an emotional reaction. This is one of the hardest things to do in business, but it's so important. When a customer comes to you with an issue with your product or service, or maybe a critical piece of feedback, a lot of us, we take it personal because our business is like our baby. We love it so much. We've worked so hard to build it. We put our blood, sweat, and tears into it. So it's hard not to take it personal. But your business is bigger than just you. Your business is becoming its own identity and its own brand. So you can't take it personal. When somebody gives you critical feedback or somebody sends you an email that just rubs you the wrong way, you have to step away from it and remove emotion from the equation. You have to be clinical. You have to take a look at it at a very objective point of view. And this is very healthy to do in your business. And try hard to see if the person has a point. Try to sift through all maybe the negativity of that harsh reaction of the customer and see if they have a point. See if you can improve in any way. 
If you have an emotional reaction to a customer complaint, it shows a level of immaturity as an entrepreneur. There's an old saying that says the customer is always right. That's not necessarily always true. The customer is not always right. Sometimes the customer is wrong. But the point is, is that the customer has to feel right. They have to feel like they're being treated with respect. And I'm not saying you have to patronize the customer. But the point is, is here is that no matter what happens, they need to feel like you have their best interest in mind. That's the bottom line. Even if whatever they say to you is completely uncalled for, it's your job to be the professional. It's your job to be the leader in your business and show the others in your business, your other employees, your other teammates, how to deal with a heated moment with a customer. And sometimes this is not a heated moment. Sometimes it's just feedback that the customer gives you that just rubs you the wrong way or hurts because it's very personal. So number one, make sure you don't have an emotional reaction when it comes to customer feedback or advice or maybe a complaint. All right. Number two, not acknowledging your customer's situation. You have to acknowledge the customer's situation. Now, these first two deal with maybe an issue or an email or a customer service situation, but the next two, the next two of the four, has nothing to do with that. It has a lot to do with your overall relationship with your customers. But number two is talking about acknowledging your customer's situation. So if your customer comes and says, I'm unhappy because of this, or I'm having trouble, or I didn't get an email, something like that, you have to acknowledge the fact that they're not crazy. Customers want to feel like they're acknowledged. You have to make sure you acknowledge the customer's situation. I understand that you're having trouble. We apologize. You're having a tough time. doesn't mean it's your fault. It could be a user error, but the point is that you acknowledge that you're not happy with the fact that they're having a frustrating time. Whether that frustration is caused by you or something else, it doesn't matter. You care for your customers and you're always not happy to see them upset. You want them to be happy. So acknowledge the fact that they're having an issue. Acknowledge the fact that they're having trouble or they're unhappy because Once you acknowledge that, you treat them like a human being. Listen, I'm really sorry you're having trouble with this or that this didn't happen or you're unsatisfied with this. Let me show you what I can do for you. But by ignoring the fact that they're going through something or ignoring the actual situation, customers often feel like you're belittling them or you're not addressing the issue. I know I feel this way as a consumer when I'm dealing with a business that I'm having maybe an issue with or I'm sending a request and they completely don't acknowledge my request. I feel like either it's a canned response or I feel like maybe they're not really seeing the problem or seeing my situation. So acknowledging your customer's situation is so important. So make sure you do not neglect that. All right, let me move on to number three. Number three is so important and a lot of young entrepreneurs make this mistake, but avoid over-promising. Just say it like it is. Say what you can do. Say what you know, not what you hope to see. So what happens is that when you overpromise, your customers feel like you underdeliver, and their expectations are set incorrectly. A lot of us, when we start out, we just want to say yes to everybody and say that this is going to be great, or my, you know, my course is going to fulfill all your needs from day one. No, that's not the case. You're building the course along with the customers as they give you feedback. Or this could be a product, a physical product even, where you keep improving with new iterations. So overpromising your customers is a huge no-no. Just be honest with them. They will respect you for it by saying, this is where I'm at right now. And often it's a lot more than they expect in the first place. So if you just say, this is where I am right now. This is where I hope to be in the future. With your help, I'll get there. So be careful of that. Make sure you're just completely transparent about where you are, where you'd like to be with no promises. It's very hard to stick to certain deadlines and just keep them up to date. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Dollar Shave Club. 
Guys, you don't need to choose between price and quality when it comes to an amazing and affordable shave. DollarShaveClub.com is the answer. I know this firsthand because I'm a longtime member of Dollar Shave Club. And now you can get your first month for free by going to DollarShaveClub.com slash MBA. And this is why I love DollarShaveClub.com. I get high-quality razors delivered right to my door. And it's a third of the price. I don't have to go to the drugstore and pay an arm and a leg for some expensive razors and the hassle of asking somebody at the drugstore to open up this case so I can get some razors. And I don't have to remember to buy them. They just come right to my house. So just go to dollarshaveclub.com slash MBA to get started and get a free month. Just choose the razor that works for you. I like the executive blade and I like to use the Dr. Carver's shaving butter with it. It's super smooth and I get to still see what I'm doing when I'm shaving because it's sort of transparent. And with their free month, it's your chance to join and see why 3 million members are happy like me. Get your free month at dollarshaveclub.com slash MBA, and you'll just have to pay for shipping. After that, it's just a few bucks a month. There's no long-term commitments, there's no hidden fees, and there's no reason not to do it. So get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash MBA. Again, get your free first month at dollarshaveclub.com slash MBA. All right, the fourth thing that you should avoid like the plague when it comes to your customers is under-communicating. Often we don't communicate enough to our customers what's going on in our business, what we're working on, providing the right support materials for our products and services. And this often happens because we're so involved in our business, we're so entrenched that a lot of things to us seem obvious, but they're not to somebody who's seeing it for the first time. So you can never over-communicate. You can't. A lot of people are worried about sending too many emails to their customers. This may be the case if it's somebody who hasn't paid for a product or service or on your mailing list or on your freemium list, so to speak. But if they paid for a product and you're giving them an email about that product to help them with that product, showing them some improvements, giving them tips on how best to use it, they're going to love that email. They're not going to say, this is junk. I don't want to see this anymore. This is too much. Even if that's an email a week or two emails a week or three emails a week, a perfect example of this is right now we are in the early stages with our customers with Webinar Ninja, our webinar software. So we're making a lot of updates and improvements and some fixes along the way. And instead of just not communicating these things to them or maybe waiting once a week and giving them a roundup email, we give them an email every two or three days, especially in the beginning stages, because I know that this information would be great for them to have. They would want to know what's new on the software. Secondly, when you communicate effectively and often, your customers feel like you're really dedicating the time to communicate and care about them. Communication is a sign of love, is a sign of care, is that you're taking the time enough to tell them what's going on. So never assume your customers are going to know things intuitively or going to guess or figure it out on their own. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Often entrepreneurs in the beginning, often I did this in the beginning where I didn't communicate enough, even to my newsletter. So under-communicating is a huge no-no. Avoid it like the plague. Make sure you communicate often and effectively with your customers. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. Let me just sum up again the four things to avoid when dealing with customers. One, having an emotional reaction to anything that they're dealing with. Number two, not acknowledging your customer's situation. Number three, over-promising. Just say it like it is, be transparent. And number four, under-communicating. Thank you all for listening to The Hunter MBA Show and for the amazing ratings and reviews you keep bringing in into iTunes. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Guys, I want to leave you with this. Sometimes your customers are not the easiest bunch to deal with. 
Most of the time, they're wonderful and we love them to death. But from time to time, you're going to get customers that are difficult. That's because you're dealing with human beings. Sometimes people are just having a tough day or they had a tough experience in the past and they feel like they don't want to get burnt again. So just remember that you're dealing with human beings, nobody's perfect. And your job is just to hope that they have a great experience with you, that you can turn them around. And if you can't, that's okay. You're not meant to serve every single human being on earth. I hope that helps, guys. And I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll check you then. Take care.